Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Practicing Sunday podcast. Thanks so much for dropping in today. So, I wanted to talk about something that actually happened to me and my boyfriend yesterday. Um, I'm going to tell you guys a little little story first. So, my theme for the day is don't blame the dog. I know it sounds really silly and really crazy, but I think that it's something that we could probably all relate to. So yesterday, we thought that it was going to be a good idea to go to the park, me and my boyfriend and my dog, Maeve. Um, We were just going to go to the park and have a little picnic, um, maybe walk around. We were going to rollerblade. We were just going to have lots of fun. And we did. So we went and we had our little picnic and it was fine. For a few minutes, and then Maeve saw a squirrel, and she lost her natural mind. Now, if you know Maeve, then you know that she is crazy when she sees a squirrel or a cat. Mostly squirrels, though. Um, she just literally loses her mind and just causes a huge scene. Anyways, that's what she did, and we got a bunch of weird looks and whatever. I don't really care. But... You know how it gets, like, when you're trying to have a nice, peaceful lunch and then your dog starts going nuts and you can't control her? Anyways, we're like, whatever, let's just walk around. Like, she she needs to get some energy out. We need to walk it out. So we take her for a walk, and she sees another squirrel. I mean, it, it's Linda Park. There's a lot of squirrels, and I expected this. So, like, I should have known better, but... She freaks out again, and I was holding her, and she pulls really hard, and we use like a, um, oh, I don't know what the collar, I think it's called like a martingale collar. It, it's really gentle, but it kind of helps with pulling. Well, that thing did not do anything. It didn't even phase her. Maeve has like a super high pain tolerance, so she just doesn't even care if she's pulling and like choking on her collar. She literally doesn't care. Anyways, she she sees the squirrel and she starts to pull and like I'm pulling back trying to keep her calm and you know control her. Well, she comes back towards me and then you know kind of settles down for a second and then she loses her mind again and she starts to run and she slams into my ankle. Um, you can probably hear her growling in the background. I think she sees a cat or something outside. Um, anyways. She slams into my ankle, and this is the same ankle that I have sprained three different times, so it's very weak and I have to be super careful with it. Well, I wasn't wearing my brace, and it snaps. My ankle snaps, and it was okay. It didn't, I didn't sprain it, but it hurts. (laughs) I can walk on it, but it hurts. Um, Anyways, you can just imagine, like, we're over here trying to control our dog. She's freaking out. And, you know, the next thing I know, she slams into my ankle and I'm in pain and I'm mad because she's causing a huge scene and Ty's mad because she hurt my ankle and we're all just really upset. Um, anyways, you know, at that point, we're just like, you know what, this wasn't meant to be, let's just go home. And, of course, Maeve was being a psycho the whole way home, whining and just being crazy and Ty and I were just so done. Um, it, you know, it's like when you, 
when you have a kid and they just are acting up out in public and you're like, you know what, let's just go home. It was one of those moments with Maeve. Anyways, you know, we're talking and Ty and I are sitting in the car and we're just talking about how angry we were at Maeve for being so bad and, you know, we were having just a bad time there and we were like, you know what, maybe she just needs to get some energy out so when we get home, let's take her out for a rollerblade and, you know, maybe get some energy out of her because she might just, you know, we're all in quarantine so we've been cooped up and haven't, you know, the parks have been closed but they just opened back up but that didn't go well. So we're like, let's just take her on a rollerblade and you know, get her energy out, so we put our our skates on, and we go outside, and we start skating, and Maeve just decides to be a psycho, and she's yanking on the leash, and she's pulling me around, and, you know, pulling me down the hills, and I'm losing control because I'm on my skates, and I don't want to let go of her, because if I let go, she'll run off, and I don't want her to get hit by a car, or run away, so anyways, I just, I sit down on the curb, and I put my head I put my head between my legs because I was so frustrated and I'm just sitting there and I just, I didn't know what to do. I was so done with the day and I felt like I told Ty, I looked at him and I said, this dog is ruining my day. She's ruining my day. And I was just so frustrated in that moment. So I just, I was like, you know what? I just need to cool off. I need to take her inside and just, I just need to do my thing. So I took her inside and we're just, you know, we're sitting around and it's a couple hours go by. We're just chilling in the house and I make dinner and stuff. And, you know, later on that evening, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, this is not Maeve's fault. This is my fault. And I'll tell you guys why. You know, Maeve has always been kind of a, a very, not hyper, but she just has a little bit of energy, and um, she can just be crazy when she wants to be. Well, the reason that I say that this is my fault is because I should be the one taking the time to work with her every day. You know, it's not just a you train your dog for a week and then they're good forever. You have to constantly keep up with that maintenance on them, you know, remind them of the different things that they that they need to do, you know, how they need to behave out in public. And it's my fault for not doing that and not working with her every day. Um, so I, I sat down with Ty that, you know, that evening and I'm like, okay, here's what I'm going to start doing because I, I don't want, I don't want to ever be upset at her like this again for being a dog. I mean, she's an animal. She's going to have these moments where, you know, her primitive instincts kick in and she sees a squirrel and she wants to chase it or she sees a cat, she wants to chase it. She's going to growl at a person, whatever. You know, that's just, that's animal nature and I can't be mad at her for that. But um, I can help, you know, redirect that behavior towards something else, something that is better. So... I told him, I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to start from square one, and we're going to work with her for at least 15 minutes every single day, just working on training, like getting her to make eye contact with us. That's kind of like the first step in dog training. And, like, we've taken her to a trainer before, 
um, we were actually taking her to like these dog training classes. You know, we had a trainer that would come out to Ty's parents because he has a lot of land and it's just a good spot to work with dogs at. Um, and anyways, we, we were having a trainer come out to help us with her and we did that for probably three months and she was awesome. And the reason that she was awesome was because we were working with her consistently. It wasn't just we expected her to be good all the time. It was because we were working with her and we were putting in that effort to um, to help just get her to where she needed to be. And, you know, I think that we kind of just, we let that go and, like, we... You know, we had the trainer come out for a few months, and then after that, it was like, okay, now we're going to take a break. Like, we're tired of it. You know, we're tired of just doing all the work that needed to be put in. But, you know, like I was saying earlier, we can't expect her to act good in public or to not chase a squirrel if we're not going to train her the right behavior or teach her the right behavior. So... Anyways, I guess where I'm going with this is (laughs) a lot of the times, you know, we look for something to blame. Um, Like I said the other day, I wanted to blame Maeve. That was my first instinct was to blame Maeve because she was causing me stress. But if you sit down and reevaluate the whole situation, I feel like a lot of the times it always traces back to ourselves. You know, it wasn't Maeve's fault that she was acting that way. It was really my fault because I didn't teach her how to pay attention to me and how to listen when we're out in public and she's getting distracted. Um, So I am working on fixing that, and she did really good this morning. We worked on some heels, and we worked on making eye contact and just basic, basic stuff, you know, sits and not pulling on the leash and stay, Um, and she did really good. You know, and we, I, uh, I corrected all of her good behavior when she listened and gave her some treats and some love. And she's already shown tremendous improvement just from the one day today that I have worked with her. And I took her out in the car and we went for a little ride. And usually she's really whiny, but she was awesome today. Um, so I guess where I'm going with this is that if... If you want to see improvement in something, then you have to put that work in. You can't just expect it to get good on its own. You can't expect to be good at something naturally. There are times when you're going to have to put the work into it. Um, and it takes a lot of effort. You know, you might, you might be working with something continuously forever, just like a dog. You know, even service animals like they're constantly in training. They don't ever stop training. But, I mean, look at how great they are, you know, because they put that work in daily. Um, so, I guess that's just my little little story for the day. Um, you can take take whatever you would like from it and maybe apply it to your life or maybe just feel bad for me. No, just kidding. But, um, yeah, that's... That's all I have for today, really. I I hope that you all have something that you're working to get better at. Um, I think it's really important to have a thing 
that we do, like, whether it's a sport, whether it's art, I don't know, whatever your thing may be. Maybe you're trying to, I don't know, run, run a mile in six minutes or something. I don't know. Whatever your thing may be, pick it up. Go work with it a little bit today. Don't just let it sit. Um, you know, put that effort in to get a little bit better at it. We have so much time right now that now is the best time. Like, do it now. Don't wait. Don't wait until tomorrow because you never know. We may all be out of quarantine tomorrow and maybe they come out with a vaccine. Who knows? And then you lost your opportunity for having all that time to practice that thing, to work towards that thing that you're doing. So don't put it off. Come up with a plan. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do today that that's going to help you tomorrow? Um, you know, one of my one of my favorite people, yeah, uh, Fallon Taylor is her name, and I listen to her podcast a lot, and I watch her vlogs on YouTube. But one thing that she always says is work to get 1% better every single day. Um, and I love that. I love that because... If you're putting 1% in every day towards your thing to to meet your goal, you know, just imagine where you're going to be compared, you know, compare now to where you're going to be in three months. Like, you're going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, I have grown so much. I've come such a long way. So, anyways, that, sorry, I kind of ramble a lot. I didn't have notes or anything for this podcast. I just wanted to share that quick little story with y'all, but um, I hope that you were able to take something away from it and apply it to your life. If not, maybe it was just a good little story, but either way, I appreciate every single one of you that dropped in today to come and listen to this podcast. Um, Stay tuned for Patio Talk Tuesdays. I do that with Ty. Um, We'll be posting that tomorrow sometime tomorrow, probably in the evening. So uh, be looking out for that. And until next time, I love you all. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a great week.